Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. Get ready for amazing attractions across America. Beer halls and bar rooms, banquets and beverages, a collection of characters and colleagues. No cupcakes. It's Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. With us today is Jonathan, our producer and resident tech dude. What's going on, guys? Also joining us is Ryan, our co-host and the number one Disney dude. What's up, dudes? And I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper. Here to guide you through this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. And this week, we are going to the other side of the vacation kingdom of the world. We're going where Jonathan likes to get the most bang for his buck. We're giving you a tour of Disney's Pop Century Resort and Art of Animation. Right, dudes? Right. Yeah, these... Uh... These are my uh, go-to uh, stays uh, when I'm down there. Um, great, uh, great value resorts. Um, they're value, but you definitely do get a lot uh, for staying there. Um, Ryan, I know uh, you're a fan of staying there as well. Um, yeah. I just, I just think it's hilarious. It took us four seasons to finally get to John's favorite resorts. <laughs> Clearly tells you how much uh, I have uh, when it comes to input of what goes on in these shows, guys. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, we're, we're, we're travel planners. We want people to see the brighter side of Disney and the deluxe side and the moderate side before the value side. But when it comes down to it, you know, these are our preferred value resorts, right? There's other resorts that, we won't even refer to on this show other than with a gagging sound. Right. But, but in terms of value resorts, these are, these are our preferred value resorts. Um, you know, I do like staying at these resorts uh, when I'm looking to get a quick fix, you know, and, and the, the pocketbook's a little tight. I'd rather stay at beach club uh, or Polynesian any day, but, but if you're trying to get a, a, a value ride out of it, I, I tell my clients all the time, right. Is, is that, the bang for the buck that you're getting, as Carl alluded to, is is much more for these resorts than any of the other value resorts, just because you are getting so many more features and amenities to it. So we'll we'll dig into that a little bit more. But yeah, yeah. let's start off with the Pop Century Resort. And for those of you who don't know, Pop Century War is down uh, Victory Way, nearby the ESPN's Wide World of Sports Complex, and um, it's a clone to kind of the all-star resorts, which we're not talking about um, because it's across the uh, across the lake from it, but it really is different in so many ways as, as we were referring to uh, a little bit earlier. So um, there's some strengths of, of the Pops uh, Century Resort that we're going to get into. Um, it, the theming is really fun for anyone over 40 because we get it. <laughs> You know, that whole pop century reference and, and what's going on there. Uh, younger people may not, but certainly it is. Um, it's got a wonderful pool bar um, for all the value resorts. It's certainly uh, one of the best pool bars. Um, it's got a singular bus stop, which a lot of people complain at, at the uh, lower end results, the multiple 
uh, bus stops can be challenging. Uh, but it also new in recent years has a Skyliner connecting to Disney Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So that's a very big plus for the pop century. Um, and again, a little bit step up in the beds. You're looking at queen beds versus some of the other value resorts um, and very good uh, parking. Some of the weaknesses that the theming, like I said, may be lost on kids and teens because they're saying what? Um, the rooms are small. Uh, same size as All Stars, but uh, a little slightly more expensive. And um, the, the common complaint is that the um, bus stops for the theme parks um, are a long distance from the from the park entrances. Uh, when you when you stack them up and they line in, it, you know, the uh, Pop Century tends to be down at the further away than some of the deluxe resorts. But other than that, um, it's very popular. Um, you know, recent polls show that like 90% of the people that stay there think it's a great, great place to stay. So I, I'll kind of defer to you guys having, you know, being aficionados of Pop Century and tell me a little bit of what you what you think about the resorts. Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, like you kind of alluded to uh, in the intro there, this this tends to be my go to um, resort. Usually when we go down there uh, again, value um, again, the way I look at it, I mean, it's for me, it's a place to sleep. Uh, it's a great price. Um, theming's not bad. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, it's a room, especially for someone like myself, where it's it's been two people. It's worked out really well for a place to to sleep, and that's pretty much all we do is sleep, get up, and then go back to the parks. Um, the bed's not bad. One of the nice features, I will say, yes, it's about the same size room-wise as the All-Stars, but you can fit a lot in there. Um a couple of years ago, I was impressed. We fit a uh, an ECV in the room and still had plenty of room to uh, move around with with the Murphy bed pulled down and everything. I was impressed. I was actually thoroughly impressed that we were able to pull that off. Now, um, did you give a uh, tutorial on how to drive the ECV into that room? <laughs> that we will not talk about because that was that was painful. Um, <laughs> that that was a challenge in itself. Uh, how that how we got that to work uh there's probably a couple scuff marks still in that room from that happening but uh it got in there uh and it got in there multiple nights so that's really all that matters i just imagine that scene from austin powers getting stuck between the door well <laughs> <laughs> that that was pretty much the case and then i said screw it and i uh i hopped off it and i literally just pulled and pushed um yeah. wait a minute you were on it as you were trying to get it <laughs> Is that the problem? Okay. So you're actually driving it through the doorway. Okay. I mean, I figured that was the easiest way to do it. And that turned out to be the worst, worst case scenario. So yeah. bad, bad decisions happen all the time. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, that, that, that form of Disney tired. I mean, you put that with that. I mean, come on now. I was going to say after a long day at the parks, now you must park your ECV. Yes. Yes. Um, but overall, I mean, the rooms are nice. I mean, you, it, they're, it is basic amenities at the value resort, um, but it's not bad. It's 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 fairly well furnished for what you're getting. I mean, again, you've got your TV, you've got your nice um, bureau, you've got all this, all the things you really truly need. It's not bad. I mean, it really is not that bad. Um, yes, some of the rooms are a little bit longer of a walk, and that can suck later at night. But that's where using one of us. And helping us, helping working with us rather, 
is the advantage because we're going to tell you what ones to stay at, where works best, what's close to the skyline, or if that's what you're taking, or if you're near the bus stop, the um, the different values and all that. It's it's worth it to work with us for that. It really is because it will make a world of a difference. I think I think last year I stayed there and they put me in like the fifties building. And I got put literally in the very last room at the back of the 50s building. I don't think you could have been further away from anything than I was in that room. And that was terrible, especially because I got to the Skyliner and then realized I forgot my wallet. <laughs> I had to go all the way back. That was awful. But, you know, that's one of the downsides to all of these value resorts is that they are massive resorts. They're huge. And they do it on purpose, right? Like you're going to stay at a value resort. So you're going to have a lot more people there. They're going to cram as many people into as little square feet as possible in order to maximize the value of the dollar that they're earning off of you, right? So, you know, that's not always a bad thing. It's not, again, you know, the one thing I try to tell clients when they're looking at Disney is, you know, Disney can be affordable for most people, right? If you're willing to do the value resorts, but what you have to think of in value is that these are not motel rooms, right? These are not, these are not days in, these are not like crummy, dirty holiday and expresses that are off in the distance of nowhere, right? Like these are still Disney resorts. They're clean. They have clean lines. They have good service. They still have good customer service. They still have great amenities. Um, you know, John, John was talking about the rooms not being too special, right? But on the same hand, when you walk into those rooms, what I love about these rooms is that there is you know, really colorful pictures on the wall of Mickey and Donald and Goofy and Pluto, right? Like they've got really kind of like these pictures that pop out at you. Um, and I think these were refurbished and I'm going off the top of my head, 2017, maybe 2018, um, to have these really clean looks to them. And it's just as good as any hotel room that you might go to anywhere else. Um, and especially with the Murphy bed, being able to lift it up, you know, to give that extra space and table space and whatever, they're, they're, you still got a fridge, you still got a microwave, you got everything you need. Um, like, unlike John, I don't look for a TV first, I look for a toilet and a shower. <laughs> but, you know, they're, they're comfortable, good water pressure, you know, all that kind of good stuff, too. So, um, yeah, overall, in terms of the rooms, I, I agree, there, there's nothing wrong with them. So let me talk about this a little bit, you know, the theming. So my understanding is there's a, a sort of a cluster of buildings circled around the 1950s, and then you have the 60s, uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s, hence uh, leading up to the turn of the uh, century into the millennium. And uh, so you have icons and, and things from those various periods. My understanding is that it's a pretty cool pool there. It It's not a bad pool. Um, I've, I've swam in it a few times. It's it's not bad. I mean, it's it again, it's like any other value Disney pool. Um, but it's I mean, you get what you get, and it's nice, it's got a nice theme, it really fits that that vibe really well that um that area has, especially with the bar, um, which is the uh petals, right? Petals uh, is the theme, yeah. Bar. So yeah, I thought maybe that's that, what I was thinking. It has a nice pool bar. I, I, just I, I wouldn't, uh, the, the pool bar is like a pop-up stand right i wouldn't even say it's a nice bar but it has drinks in it so therefore it's a plus right i've never met a dive bar i didn't like so why would i dislike pedals um but you know you've got you've got a couple of pools there 
right? You've got you've got the like a lot of the resorts, you've got pools that are kind of a pool that's more of a quiet pool, you know, that doesn't have as it's more of like a lap pool, if you will. And then you've got the pool that's got all the fancy stuff in it, you know. Um, so the one thing that I noticed in my most recent stay, and this may have just been I don't usually dip into the pools, right? I, unless I'm with my kids, that's when I dip into the pools. But one of the things I noticed with my most recent stay is that the pool did actually feel a little bit dirtier to me than most pools. And I'm not trying to talk it down because it wasn't like filthy, right? But it was like, you know, more leaves than I was accustomed to and stuff like that getting into the pool. And I think the reason why is because most pools have some sort of like waterfall effect or something like that to kind of keep the pool current water moving to avoid that kind of stuff and this pool really doesn't have that i think that's the one thing it's kind of missing is it's got like four flower petals that kind of like shoot water into it in a stream but it's not enough to keep the current water you know moving um so it does gather i don't i don't want to say it's dirty it gathers more nature i guess is the better way i can put that um, I, mean, I i can i can understand that too because of the vegetation a little bit around the pool area in there for there it's it is a little bit more, I'd say, than some of the other uh, resorts. Uh, so I, I can see that. I can understand that. I, I definitely can. So recently, we had um, a retreat uh, at the beginning of the uh, 50th celebration kickoff. And uh, a lot of MPPs ended up staying there. And uh, we had a, a themed party one night, uh, throwback to the magic and uh, we had sort of a 70s party. And I love the pictures of all the MVPs outside the 70s building there. It uh, they made for some great photo ops. John, you were part of that mischief, weren't you? Oh, I was definitely. There's a lot, a lot of photos. I mean, that was a good time. Uh, people actually thought we were cast members um, when we were doing that. It was it was kind of fun. Uh, even some of the cast were like, are you other cast members? Why, why do we not know about this? Like they were questioning it. It was kind of cool. Yes, we um, are, and you're losing your job tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Here's your walking papers. Um, but no, it was a lot of fun. I will uh, I will try to find those and see if we can get those posted uh, this week here uh, with some of the uh, other MVPs uh, that have been friends on the show with our friends uh, Brad uh, and Kaylin. Um, but yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. Um Definitely, definitely hit that vibe uh, really, really, really well um, for our party, for our theme uh, and everything. I mean, it's great if you're looking to do that. I mean, everything there is spot on. It's awesome. So is it fair to say that the price points at something like uh, Pop, that you, you know, basically uh, at those value resorts, you're kind of getting two nights for the price of one when you go to some of the other resorts at Disney? I would say that on average, just about there. I mean, some nights are going to obviously be with anything with Disney. Certain nights are going to cost you a, a prime value compared to other holidays, certain long weekends, all that. They're going to cost you more money than anything else. But I would definitely say that it's about one night at a deluxe for the value. I mean, it's, it's, it's worth it. Honestly, if you're looking to get to Disney and you're willing to not get all the crazy amenities it's worth doing because it's not that bad. It's like Ryan said, it's still Disney property. It's still the Disney magic, this, everything Disney. It's not bad. You're not staying in some rundown motel on the side of the freeway. It's you're fine. You're 100% safe and fine. I think one of the things too, that we have to talk about is, is, you know, in terms of the theming of the resort 
is not just that the rooms are themed, but there's like these giant themed characters out in front of each room, right? I mean, like that would be John and Ryan. Yeah. You, well, well, yes. One of us is more giant than the other these days, and that would be me. Um, but, but like you know, they've got like a giant uh, foosball table, right? Kind of near the '80s area, and a giant. Uh, for those who know the Mickey, um, Mickey phone, right? The famous Mickey phone. There's a giant one of those, and a giant tricycle. There's a giant Blue the bear, right? There's a giant lady in the tramp, you know. So. Uh, giant yo-yos giant bowling pins you know and and that's a it's a fun thing still that gives you that disney flair to the resort um so yeah you do get all that and i think you're spot on those rooms are roughly 250 ish dollars a night for those rooms so you compare that to a crib at the same price point to a beach club which is 500 to 550 a night you know and in your in your off-peak pricing for those yeah you're getting two nights for the price of one. Uh, I think you're losing a lot for that too, but you're, if you're looking purely at price, you're getting two, two, two nights for the price of one. I think, I think, um, you know, the moderate is kind of where it becomes interesting in that discussion is because what are you getting versus a moderate, the deluxe versus the value. There's clear evidence of what you're getting. Right. But that's the one thing that I always talk about with clients. I think that's, the people that are valuing valuing the moderates or the value resorts, really, it comes down to the pool uh, and the size of the resort in some cases, uh, or the extra amenities or a restaurant. Um, but the pool is actually one of the biggest, notice, most noticeable differences from each resort. You know, there's a very obvious step up from a value resort pool to a moderate resort pool to a deluxe resort pool. So... You know, that's something to just kind of point out and talk about. But so the only thing we haven't really touched on yet is is the uh, dining options. So tell us a little bit about the uh, dining options at Pop, and um, if you uh, were so inclined not to participate in those, what are the nearby dining options that you could take advantage of? So one thing with Pop, there is no um, sit down dining; it's all quick serve. Um, very cafeteria style. I mean, there's tons of options. Um, everything you expect, you can get. Um, food's good. I mean, yeah, if you want something more upscale, I mean, I'd say the easiest thing to do is to uh, hop on the bus and head over to Disney Springs. It's only about a, I'd say about a 10, 15 minute uh, bus ride over there and you have everything under the sun. Um, and again, if you're just doing a resort day, the food's good. I mean, quick serve, Real quick, grab what you need to grab, grab and go, and just sit back and relax. I mean, it's food. It's food. It's edible. It's good. I'm sorry. It's it's good. Yeah, you can. Disney Springs is yeah, 15 minutes, but you also got to take into account the time to wait for the bus, right? So it could be 30 to 45 minutes total. Um, um, but then when you start looking at dining options, I think the big thing here is the Skyliner right, is we we really didn't touch too much about it, but this is the biggest reason why this is the best of the value resorts is because you have the Skyliner. And the Skyliner will take you to Caribbean Beach, uh, at which point you could get off at Caribbean Beach and you could go to Sebastian's, which is the sit-down restaurant at Caribbean Beach, or you could go to Caribbean Beach's uh, quick service uh, area as well, if you'd like, or Carl could go visit the Cabana, Banana Cabana for a while if you wanted to. 
um you could go do that um or you can stay on the skyliner you can get off at the riviera and go to topolino's or do topolino's quick service or you could stay on the skyliner and get off at the boardwalk and beach club area right um and then you've got the boardwalk dining you got trattoria al forno you've got uh the yachtsman steak club steakhouse you've got the um cape may cafe you've got swan and dolphins restaurants you've got tons of options there um, so the Skyliner really is a game changer from that perspective because, you know, we've even stayed there before where we've taken the Skyliner just because it's fun. And then we get off by the boardwalk and we grab a pizza at the pizza, uh, you know, uh, to go window at, on boardwalk and then grab some ice cream uh, or we walked over to Beaches and Cream and gotten some ice cream and a burger or something. So, yeah, tons of options added uh, when you when you toss in the Skyliner there. Well, I think you nailed it there, Ryan. And that's a nice segue because the options that you have um, from that as your destination at Pop, exploring Disney, either if it's Disney Springs or the Skyliner for all that food, is the same if you go across Hourglass Lake from Pop Century to Disney's Art of Animation. So that's what they have in common is the access to those uh, variations via the Skyliner. Um Little note on Disney's art animation and why it's there. It was originally designed to be part of Pop Century, and it was going to represent the years of 1900 to 1949. But, you know, due to the recessions and the glut of hotel rooms, uh, that kind of prevented Disney forever completing that construction. And when the time came for a new value resort, Disney switched the theme to its own animated movies, which is really a good fit and really kind of ties in Disney to pop culture. So these two um, resorts across the lake from each other do have that tie-in. So we're going to dive into the art of animation right now. And before um, we go in, let's talk about the strengths and weaknesses of this property. Um, there's some exceptional theming at Disney's art of animation for a value resort, particularly the Cars and the Lion Kings areas. Um, it's probably the best pool of all the value resorts. And um, the landscape of Flavors Food Court is uh, one of uh, the best food courts on property as food courts go. Uh, they've got family suites, which are very innovative in their design and themes. You guys can get into them. I know you've had some experiences there. Um, it has interior hallways in some of the buildings, which is typically not the case of a lot of value resorts you're entering from the outside in. Uh, we've already talked about the Skyliner, um, but there is a wonderful walking or jogging trail around Hourglass Lake that's connected to the bridge of Pop, Pop Century, and sometimes you just want to chill. Uh, again, this uh, value resort, like Pop Century, has one centralized bus stop, which is a value, which is a, which is easy. So that combined with the Skyliner has got some convenience. Now on the weakness column. Um, it is the most expensive of all the value resorts, right? So it's like the best of the value in, in far as a, a step up. Um, there's been a lot of complaints about the reception for your mobile phone in the rooms there. Let's face it, the value rooms are built like, you know, those bricks, you know, cinder block walls and reception's tough in them. Um, there are a uh, number of, made to order meals in the food court. And that can mean sort of long waits versus all the kind of stuff that you're there. So the other food courts are kind of 
prepped, it's ready to go like a McDonald's, but they do take the time and care to make some as you request at this food court. And that takes a little bit longer. And sometimes the lines get a little longer as a result of that. But I think the quality is a step up. Um, the uh, these, these resort rooms, because it's the top of the value, you rarely can find a discount season on them. Um, and uh, again, just like you can't get good reception, there's the inverse product in some rooms where there's some poor soundproofing. So um, so you need to kind of figure out the balance of the pluses and minuses in the room as some of the recent surveys have kind of polled guests. Um, you know, it, it's up there as far as the value resorts. Again, I will defer to you folks as experts having stayed there and telling us a little bit more about the wonderful Disney's Art of Animation Resort. You've got two room types in these resorts. You've got your standard rooms, which are a Little Mermaid thing themed which as far as I'm concerned, you can sink under the sea, okay? Um, they're not my favorite rooms. They're very ugly. My, it's like Little Mermaid threw up in the room like 10,000 times. Um, so not my favorite. Um, it's as if Little Mermaid was drinking around the world with us. Yeah, so... Um, uh, yeah, so, so uh, you know, I think... Those rooms are popular, though, because of all the other things that you talked about. So those rooms don't show up on the discount scheduling very often. However, the themed rooms, the suites, right? The suites are actually usually available even last minute in some cases. Now, maybe they're not all available, but there's four different categories of suites. You've got, you've got the um, family suites. You've got the Cars theme suites, you've got the um, um, Lion King theme suites, and you've got the Cars theme suites. The family theme suites are essentially best available, right? If you book that, you're just going to get whatever's left over uh, when you show up. So um, those that's usually a sign that they don't sell out, right, when they offer something like that. Those rooms usually you can find on the discount schedule and, and oftentimes late into the game. Uh, as a result, the, the problem I have with those rooms are the same problem that I have with the Little Mermaid themed rooms, which is like there's theming and then there's, oh, my God, I'm living in a cartoon, you know, <laughs> and and in a lot of cases that 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 is the differentiator for people. A lot of people either love this resort for the theming or they can't stand this resort for the theming because it is literally like. If you've been on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, well, like you step into a cartoon, that's pretty much what's going on when you step into these rooms. Now, uh, I don't know how John, John likes these rooms probably more than I do, but, you know, they're great for the value, right? Two, two bathrooms, uh, a separate bedroom, a kitchenette, you know, great for the value for the suites. Um, but on the same hand, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> if you don't love Disney and don't love the theme you're in, Oh boy, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I I would say that. So I've I've only stayed in the cars um, suite myself. It wasn't horrible. Again, I think it helped being a car suite. So it wasn't wasn't real hardcore smack dab like Little Mermaid or any of that fun stuff. But it's not bad. I mean, having the two bathrooms, it's nice. I will say having the kind of the main bedroom and then having the other area that has the um the murphy bed the fold-out couch all that it's definitely nice because you can fit a ton of folks in there 
And even when everything's pulled down and everything's set up in the beds and all that, there's still a lot of room to move around. Um, and again, for those folks that have the bedroom itself, it's really nice. The bathroom's really nice. I would say some of the um, furnishings is a little nicer than you usually would get in a, um, a value room. Um, the shower was very nice. The shower was very large in there. Um, the theming, not as crazy as the other uh, bathroom. Um, I will say the secondary bathroom, the car suite was, um, was a little much because um, you get the car shower curtain, the, the wallpaper, all that. So it definitely smacked you in the face, um, like you mentioned, Ryan. But overall, I mean, it's a nice suite to stay in. The big downfall, especially for the car suite that we were in, you, you guys mentioned before the cell phone reception. It was literally a dead zone and it sucked because uh, we were trying to get um, a virtual queue at the time for Rise of the Resistance. That was a nightmare. That was an absolute nightmare. I had to run out halfway into the parking lot to even get a glimmer of a hope of a signal. That was not fun at 6.50 in the morning. Uh, let me ask you. All right. So that's interesting, right? That that validates that theory. Uh, but, you know, so having stayed in the suite, and you mentioned all the beds and the different rooms and everything, how many people can you pack in there if you're, you know, what's the head count on that? That is six. Yeah, six. Wow. Six maximum. Six maximum. Uh, that's that's again. That's a queen size bed in the separate bedroom. That's uh, a, a a double pull down. That's a double pull out uh, couch, and then there's a single sofa chair that you can pull out. Right. So six total in there. Um, but I was going to say, John, for all the negatives, the positive is I heard that when you stood in front of the mirror, Lightning McQueen, McQueen said "Kachow" as soon as you showed up. <laughs> uh, that's just what i heard i don't know how true it is it didn't happen for me no it, it didn't happen for me i wish it did i mean that that would have uh <laughs> that would have been some motivation in the morning but uh no unfortunately it did not so what are some of the other things about the uh animation it sounds like when ryan talks about the theming and you talk about the capacity it sounds to me like a family with a bunch of small kids this is paradise for them yeah, it, it really is. I mean, a lot of my uh, younger families, they absolutely adore this resort. Um, where again, yes, they're paying a little bit more money to stay in one of these suites, but at the same point, you're all there. You're all you're all there. You don't have to worry about booking two rooms, splitting the family in half. Everybody's there. It's nice and easy. It's really, really straightforward, easy. And again, the pool, the amenities, all that, it's it's worth it. I mean, especially for the young family, especially the pool, we didn't touch on it, but this pool is awesome. This pool has music being pumped in underwater. Um, and the kids love that. It's such a cool thing to hear. It's awesome. It really is. Yeah. And that, and I think the size and scope of that pool is a little bit more dramatic than what we saw across the lake at pop century. Right. It, so. it is. The theming's really, really awesome. I mean, all the, um, all the all the characters, all all that kind of all around, you definitely feel immersed. Um, it definitely does a really really good job of putting you kind of in there. It's awesome. It really is. So, uh, the question I have, which I you know in my research I really couldn't get conclusive answers, is: Is there a place there by the pool or somewhere? Is there a bar to get a beverage? There is. Um, 
I forget the name of it, but it's it's right outside the pool, kind of right off to the side of the uh, the main animation hall where everything else is, where the dining dining is, all that. It's right there. It's a small little little um, window, but it's it's there, and they have everything everything under the sun. It's the drop off pool bar. The drop off pool bar. I thought for some reason it was also like around the corner from when you check in and like people could grab a drink as they're checking in. Maybe, I, maybe I'm confusing it with another place, but um, I like the I name. Mean, you probably could, you probably could if you really wanted to. I mean, you could do it at pop too. The, the pedals pool bar isn't very far away from check-in either. You basically walk out the main exit doors for both of them uh, towards, you walk right towards the pool and turn right. And the, and the bar is right there. So the Skyliner axis from, um, from Art of Animation, it's actually on it's sort of right on that generation gap bridge right between the pop century. So there's no advantage to either one of those places as far as Skyliner. It's consistent for either. No, the, the Skyliner is literally halfway between both resorts on that bridge. So uh, the line tends to lean towards the um, pop side. So that they start lining up and they line people up into the pop side. So if anything, the advantage is on the pop side because you take 25 less steps, you know, but but yeah, the, there's no advantage. You guys ever get into like the details of figuring out when you're when you're at a resort like that with all the multiple wings and buildings? Do you ever get into the dynamics for your um, clients of picking the best room and the best location so in other words this wing or location or unit is closer to the pool closer to check-in closer to the restaurant or this particular place has a better view um you know of the surrounding areas i know in the the pictures i've seen you know sometimes you get views of the lovely florida forests and uh, sometimes you get views of parking lots, and sometimes you get a view, in this case, of the hourglass lake between the two. So do you ever get uh, accommodate those requests where you can kind of right get down to saying, okay, um, you know, I want to get a, a particular view or look. So for my client, I am going to get into, uh, you know, building six for the Lion King because it's the quietest standard room in the corner yet still has great access to the Skyliner. No. <laughs> Quick no. So, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like they, they make it very specific. When you're at pop, you can get a preferred room, right? And, and, you know, the reason I don't do it is because yes, we can make those accommodations, but Disney does not guarantee they're going to make those accommodations, right? You got to pay for it. If you want them to make sure that you're going to get, you got to pay for it. So, so when I, you know, when I'm at Caribbean Beach, for example, it's a huge resort. I do not usually tell people to get the preferred room. I think the preferred rooms at Caribbean Beach are a joke, to be honest with you. In those cases, I say, hey, listen, you're better off just doing a standard room and I'm going to try and get you guys in the Jamaica area. Okay. But at Pop Century, the only way you're going to get a room that's somewhat decent and close is you either get a preferred room or you're going to get a pool view room. Right. Those are your, your two choices. The problem with the pool view rooms is the pool's open till 11. And if you want to go to bed, they're loud. They're loud. It's a huge resort with a lot of families. Those pools are loud. Um, so the preferred room is really your best bet. And 
even then it's basically all you're really doing is guaranteeing you're not at the back of the resort, you know, is really what you're guaranteeing at that point. So I just try to be upfront and honest with people about that for pop for art of animation. Um, um, you do the, the finding Nemo suites and the finding Nemo suites are the centrally centrally located suites. Uh, there is no such thing as a good little mermaid room period. End of story. I don't care if it's located at the front side of the Little Mermaid buildings or the back side. That's all the way buried at the back of the resort, no matter what. Um, but it, just for reference, the back side of Little Mermaid room is nowhere near the back side of water. I'm glad you specified room. Um, so, but the 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 Finding Nemo suites, right, are the preferred rooms. That's why they're actually a little bit uh, more expensive for that reason, is because they're they're the preferred rooms. They're closer to the dining, the Skyliner. They're also preferred because it's the most tolerable of the of the theming, in my opinion, too. But but yeah. So I don't like I said. I don't always tell people like, oh, you should get the preferred room just because it's more expensive. But in these cases, uh, or in the value resort cases, I do because they actually make sense. Just for the record, um, I wanted to let you know that. You know, we talked about before in all of our drinking episodes about the standard bar menu, right? Sort of the standard drinks you can find everywhere. And uh, both the uh, bars here, including the drop-off pool bar we mentioned, has that sort of standard um, options. You know, there's always the Captain's Mai time. There's always the Banana Cabana. There's also always the iced tea uh, and the uh, margarita and the famous bourbon breeze, right? All of these drinks we've talked about are there. Um, I will let you know that there's a couple unique things in this bar. Um, the frozen Jack and Coke, which you can't get everywhere in Walt Disney World, right? So it's that frozen Coke slushy. Um, it's there. And uh, whether it's Jack and Coke or Bacardi and Gro Coke, you can get those options. But very um, unique um, because it's the big blue pool, right? Uh, at the art of animation is the big blue ocean drink, which is the signature drink. It is Svedka vodka, Bacardi superior rum, Bowles blue Curacao liqueur, uh, along with that uh, Minute Maid premium lemonade. So that's the signature drink. You can only get the big blue ocean next to the big blue pool at the drop off bar. Yeah, you already lost me when you said uh, Svetka. Uh, that 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 is uh, that brings up some horrible horrible memories. <laughs> College was a terrible time when we would drink anything. <laughs> oh, it was. But I, I think it's appropriate if you look at that, and if you look at the uh, the beers on the menu. You know, lots of Miller Lite and Coronas and uh, Mick Ultras. You know, at, uh, and lots of White Claws. I mean, if you're gonna go lowbrow, go lowbrow. I mean, it goes back to the point. I think Carl will drink anything. He, he, I really think he will drink anything that's put in front of him. I'm I'm not too far behind him. Just because it tastes like gasoline doesn't mean I'm not going to drink. <laughs> <laughs> what else should we know about the art of animation? I think the biggest thing that I can tell anybody who's listening that I would tell my clients is just a value. Where does your value lie, right? Just because it's, quote unquote, the cheapest, right? Doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. 
if your value lies at having space um, at a lower price than two deluxe rooms would cost, then Art of Animation is a great option for you. You know, but if your value lies on having the best pool, the best food, the best amenities, the closest distance, uh, probably not your best option, right? So you do get what you pay for. And I think that's something that everybody needs to keep in mind. Um, but on the same hand is everybody values things differently. Some people value money more, some people value amenities more. So, you know, that's, that's the best piece of advice I can give people is, is if it doesn't feel right to you, if it doesn't feel like it's giving you everything you need, don't do it just because it's cheaper. That that's cheaper is a word that has a negative connotation for a, for a reason. It's like when you get the cheaper chicken. John? Any last words of wisdom on uh, your two favorite places to hang out at, uh, put your head on the pillow at Walt Disney World? Again, it's um, it's a resort that's meant there. The way we look at it is it's a place to uh, lay your head at night. It's not super fancy. It's not horrible. It's not some random, weird looking, horrible place on the side of the freeway. It, it's It's a nice, decent room for a good value. Um, and I know a lot of people knock it because it's a value resort. There's a lot more value in this resort than I think a lot of people really truly realize. So there you have it, folks. Expert advice from the dudes where you too can get the most bang for your buck. And until next time, we value your listening. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media, on Facebook at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations, at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 60 Magic Vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation Planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all of your Disney, Universal, Cruise, and Global travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations, discover the magic of travel.